because good sex and good relationships shouldn't be complicated. Adult language, explicit content. This podcast is for adults only. For more information about love and lust, please visit myunboundedlife.com. Hey, quick question. How's your quarantine relationship? Hi guys, welcome to Love and Lust. It is Anna Lefebvre. I'm so excited to be here. Love and Lust is a long time coming. I'm so excited to do my first podcast. Um, my name is Anna Lefebvre. I'm an actress, a personality, a journalist, and I own a marketing company and a digital magazine. I'm also a relationship guru. If you follow me on Instagram, you will already know this. But if you don't, I have really studied relationships. I have always been the person that all my friends and family have come to for relationship advice, not just between couples or spouses, but also between like family members, cousins, friends, and whatnot. So it just felt right, felt very right to do a relationship-centered and sex-centered podcast. Now, it's a long time coming for me because I really wanted to do this in 2018, but I started my digital magazine and I didn't have the time to do everything. So 2019, the beginning of the year, I was like, I'm gonna get it done, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it, but I'll paint you a picture to why in 2019 I did not start this podcast. So the beginning of the year, I had a husband, a beautiful dog, a home. Couple months in, I had none of those things. So my relationship advice really transformed in 2019 because now at this point in my life, I have been through every single aspect of a relationship from the commencement of it all the way to the end of it. So um, I'm here and I'm excited because it's a passion of mine to give relationship advice and to talk about sex. Like that's, in 2020, I'm still amazed that sex isn't a bigger conversation. I mean, we all got here by it. It's something that we, the one thing that every human being has in common is that we came here from sex. We all have sex. Like, come on, let's talk about it. Let's talk about the female orgasm. Let's, let's, let's indulge and talk about it to make our sex lives and relationships a bit better. So I decided that this time is the best time to start this podcast during COVID-19, during quarantine, during the coronavirus, um, because I have the time now since we're in quarantine, and I have learned a lot about myself and relationships during the quarantine. Now, as I explained, 2019, I went through a divorce, and um, I really did a lot of self-evaluation, a lot of digging during 2019. So this year I didn't do as much because last year I got rid of a lot of crap that was in my life, right? A lot of friendships or family members that didn't really align with what I was doing or was causing me stress. I really sat there and evaluated those relationships and decided if those were for me or not for me. Were those going to enhance my life? Were they not going to enhance my life? So with COVID-19, with 2019, and being able to see how life can change so quickly and easily out of your control, out of something that you have, you know, zero to be involved with, but, but is a humongous involvement in your life, I had to go back and reevaluate my life and reevaluate even 
other things that were making me unhappy or I was allowing to make me unhappy, I should say. So I got rid of a lot of clients, a lot of little things in my life that were just not cutting it for me anymore. So my life right now, in April, in May 2020, is completely different from 13, 14 months ago. It's like a completely different life. So I challenge you, you don't have to do some, you know, go as crazy and as big as I did, completely change my life. But I challenge you if you haven't already, and even if you have, to go into your life, reevaluate those relationships, reevaluate things that you put an importance on that really aren't that fucking important, that really just aren't that important. And reevaluate those situations that are important, those things in your life that are causing you stress and that should not be a part of your life. Do some self-digging. This is a perfect time, perfect time to do that. I have really thought about and allowed myself to let certain things go. And I've also put a wall up and stopped certain things. I have a tendency to let people run in and out of my life. I have this saying, like, my life is not a revolving door. Either you're in it or you're out. That was one of my biggest things. One of the biggest things that was causing me stress um, in relationships was allowing this behavior. So I have really, really put a cease and a stop to any kind of behavior where you, where I feel like I'm not important or I feel like you can just one day be friends with me and then one day not and then come back because you know I'm going to be there with open arms. That was something in my personal life that I was unhappy with. So I challenge you to go in your life and look at those relationships that you have and even things that you have, relationships between clients, between coworkers, between your boss, between your mother, your father, your cousin. Look at all those relationships, obviously your spouse as well, or a partner, and look and reevaluate. This is the time to do it. We have time. We have the time. Most of us have the time to do it. Most of us. So do it right now. Reevaluate and go back and evaluate it again. So one thing I have been really noticing and seeing, um, there's a lot of memes on the internet, everything talking about relationships in the quarantine. So there's a couple different relationships I'm going to talk about. I'm going to go ahead and talk about established relationships. That's, that's the first thing I'm going to talk about. Established relationships, what I mean is relationships that are already started between fiancés, between husband and wife, between longtime boyfriend and girlfriend, right? It's kind of like... It can be a very stressful time. I can't imagine what you guys are going through because I never, even though I was in a relationship for a very long time, I can't imagine being with my significant other others for this long period, especially if you guys are not, you know, both considered essential workers or somebody's working at home, being around the other person for that long, that could be very good for your relationship if you let it be or it could be very a uh, big strain on your relationship. So as we are now slowing down and getting back, the quarantine's being like a little bit softened, especially here in LA, um, and getting back, here's some couple of tips that I want you to really focus on as we are reaching and going into our new normal. One, if you haven't already, if you haven't already, one of the very most important things for you to do is start getting back to your routine. That routine that made you guys a little bit normal, go back to that if you haven't. 
Start sticking to routine because routines help us. They help us be organized. They help us get through the day. They help us be considerate of others. For instance, somebody wakes up at seven o'clock versus someone waking up at eight o'clock. There's one bathroom. You know, you have your rotations to move it because little things like this can, can like start poking the bear, start poking the bear. Somebody likes decaf coffee. Somebody likes, you know, regular coffee and there's only one coffee maker. You're both waking up at sporadic time. You know, go back to your routine. Go back to what you guys both like. If one of you guys are working at home or one of you guys are a central worker and working out in the field and one is, the, one is not, or if both of you guys are at home, one of the most important things to do is to make sure both of you guys feel important in your relationship. Making sure that both of you guys have an opinion and a voice and making sure you're both 50-50 participants in your household by making the other person feel important. So my tip is to still help out. By not helping out, you're telling the other person that your time is more important than their time. Even if the other person's not working, and you are working, still find ways to help out because you never want to make your significant other feel like they're an invalid part of the relationship. Like they are a second class citizen in their own household. I know exactly how that feels and it's not nice. And it really makes you feel very not worthy because you're not bringing in an income or you're not, you know, financially Stepping up is what it perceived as the other person. Don't do that. Still help out. When I remember growing up and there was a lot of, um, in my world, there was a lot of housewives. And I remember there was this big like um, ad campaign on TV about housewives still work. You know why? Because they weren't feeling good about themselves because the man, stereotypically, this is the 1990s, was going out and making the money and then the woman was cleaning and taking care of the kids and that was seen as not as important as a person that was a bread maker. That's not true. It takes everybody, right, to come together and to build a household. Now, I don't ever believe it's going to be 50-50 with what you do work-wise, but it should be something similar or something similar that you agree upon. It could be 70-30. But as long as you put that effort towards to help out in the household and run a successful household, that is going to be seen and you're not going to make your other, your partner, your significant other feel like a second class citizen in their own home. That is like one of the worst feelings to ever feel. Do a project together. Do a project. I'm not talking about cleaning the dishes or um, something monotonous like that. Do a project. Do a household project or a puzzle or something like that together. This is the time to get back involved. If you are, haven't already in your spouse's significant other, your mom or dad's life, even if you are not physically there with them, you have the time now to call them, FaceTime them, Zoom them, and do a project together. It doesn't have to be in person, but when you're doing something together, you're learning the other person and you're learning about how they operate, how they tick, how their, how their skills are and their mindset is. We are on a daily basis, most of us are evolving. Hopefully we're evolving to elevate to new heights, to become a better partner, to become a better manager, to become a better employee, to become a better business owner, a better mother, father, all of the above, right? So you should always be checking in 
and doing things with your partner so you can grow with them. So you can learn what they like today versus what, you know, they might have liked yesterday or tomorrow. It could be completely different because we're always evolving. We are changing. Don't be scared of the change. We should be changing. We should be embettering ourselves with every life lesson, right? So um, another thing is right now, you know, a lot of people feel a certain kind of way and everyone's entitled to your feelings. It is scary time. This is times that we've never, ever experienced before. Nobody's experienced this before. So let them have their own feelings. Don't tell them that their feelings are not valid. Let them have their feelings and explore your feelings and be there for them with their feelings. Be there as much as you can without it being, you know, dampering on your spirit as well. Work on your relationship. This is a perfect time to work on your relationship. Work on every single relationship that is important to you. Work on it. Call them up. Check in on their day. How's that test going? How did that cake turn out? How did, how did you, that work project turn out? Work on your relationship. This, right, this time right now, you may never, ever, ever get it again. It is so important to check in with your family. Now, I told you guys about all the different hats I do acting or personality, um, anchor. I own a couple companies and I also do other things on the side. I last year, now this was probably a coping mechanism for me going through something so tragic. Um, I was just a runner, just run, 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 run. I have 15 minutes here for somebody, 15 minutes here for somebody, but it was always on my phone. I'm always on my phone, always answering emails, answering text messages, answering, answering. I haven't spent this much quality time with loved ones, I can't tell you when. And they're learning about me as I'm learning about them because I was a completely different person than I was last year because I had to evolve with my new normal, right? Um, Forbes magazine published an article at the very end of April, I wanna say around 24th, and they were stating that couples in quarantine, only eight they did because they conducted a study, um, with married couples and fiancés, um, that only 18% of couples are satisfied with their communication. This makes me, this makes me sad because in 2020, we know that communication is a big part of everything we do, every relationship that we have, depending if it's involving someone we're, ha we're having sex with versus our bosses. We know that communication is such a big part of a relationship. So why are we failing at it? Forbes um, magazine, the online magazine, said that sex is one of the things that the communication is just like null and void. This is what couples are very unhappy about. That's just like, it's kind of crazy to me, but when I go back in my serious relationships, that's one thing I did fail in was talking about and communicating in the past, not currently, but in the past, I failed to communicate directly about what I needed in the bedroom, what was gonna make me happy and what's not. Because I know as a woman, and as a woman that was raised in the South, I was taught to not really talk about it. I was taught that that's the man's job, the men should know. And we're supposed to sit there and be pretty and then be a lady, and ladies don't talk about sex. I believe that whole kind of belief system is still ebbing itself in today's society, which is crazy to me, 
So I want to talk about it. We should be talking about it. We should definitely be talking about it because we know sex is such a big part of our intimacy in our relationship with our loved ones, our, our significant others, our partners, our husbands and wives, right? So a lot of one of these biggest questions, I answer this question quite frequently, and I don't ever have a solid answer for you, is how many times, this is what the argument, um, the debate um, in Forbes is about the communication, about having sex, the main topic is about how many times a week you should be having sex as a couple. Now, this differs. This is a case by case because you never know who's doing what, who's working night shifts, who's working day shifts. So obviously it's a case by case. But one of my biggest things that I have seen in relationships, one of the biggest reasons why there is such little sex in the bedroom is because of partners wanting to participate in one part of the relationship and not the other parts of the relationship. So you want to participate in having sex, but you don't want to participate in taking care of the household or doing things like that, right? So that's one of the biggest parts of communicating about sex is like, how, how are you going to participate in one part of the relationship, right? And not participate in everything. If you want to participate in one part, let's make sure you participate in every single part of it. Now, one thing I'm going to end off on is relationships that are brand new. These are relationships that you need to look out on, be asserting about the relationships that are brand new during the quarantine. Now, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm saying it could be a very good thing. But one thing to recognize is that we are not operating in a new and a normal. We are not operating in a world that we actually know. We are operating in times that people actually have time for us. We are actually operating in times where people have a level of stress, but they don't have like certain stress that probably will come naturally in their lives if they were in regular society. So be careful of those quarantine new relationships. That's my advice to you. Be discerning and be discerning about them. So I'm so excited to have my very first podcast here. Uh, make sure you follow me on Instagram and all my other social medias um, and go on to my second podcast where we're going to dig deeper into love and lust. My name is Anna Lefebvre. Thank you for listening. Subscribe to the podcast and if you love what you're hearing, please comment below. And to keep in touch, go to the website where you'll find all of my social medias. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next Tuesday.